Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. As a CFP and RFC, George McReynolds' mission is to help people create compelling dreams for their future, the plans to attain them, and the time to enjoy them. This is the Prosper Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome into this week's edition of the Prosper Podcast with George McReynolds and myself as we're going to talk about a, a little retirement preparedness quiz. We've got five questions for you. We want you to play along with us. Give yourself a grade, see how you do on some of these. And if you feel like you need a little bit of help uh, improving that grade, so to speak, make sure you reach out to George and have a conversation. He can help you do just that uh, at Protective Wealth Care, where he is the wealth manager and chief tax strategist serving you in the uh, southeastern PA area. So give him a call at 215-699-1050. That's 215-699-1050. Or check out the podcast at prosperpodcast.com. George, what's going on, my friend? How you doing? I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks for asking. Absolutely. Been uh, been getting excited for Thanksgiving. It's just around the corner now, getting all prepped up. Yep. All ready, uh, all decorated, and uh, ready to put the turkeys in the oven. There you go. Me too. That's my favorite holiday. Well, let's have some fun today. Let's take this quiz for folks, and I know you know the answers to these, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of give my own grade, what I think I see for myself uh, and, and others, and then you kind of tell us how we can you know, maybe improve on that or the things that you see in your many years of doing this in the financial services industry. And we've got five basic questions on this quiz, and so they're pretty easy to think about, and you'd be surprised a lot of times, folks, when you go to grade yourself where you might actually fall. So let's just get started. Question number one, do you know how much you actually have? Now think about this from a retirement standpoint, folks. Do you know how much you actually have to retire on? I would say a lot of us, George, probably get like a C, maybe a C minus if you were doing a grade here, because we tend to think of what we have in savings and checking. And, you know, we probably know what we roughly what we have maybe in a 401k, but we don't truly know that much about our total retirement plan at that point. Would you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. One of my mentors, Nick Murray, says that the most important question financially in life is, are you going to outlive your money or is your money going to outlive you? Do you know how much it's going to take for you to comfortably retire and stay retired comfortably? And people don't have the answer to that. Right. You know, and you can use the dreaded B word and talk about a budget for coming in and going out, but you need to know how much you have so that you can have some baselines. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to live on a restrictive budget by having a budget, but at least it gives you an idea and an understanding of what's happening there. And again, I think a lot of us have a general idea on how much we have, but maybe not really a way on how to utilize that. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Well, on, that's uh, important. There was a, a really okay. good book several years ago covering uh, the, the field of behavioral finance. It was called Big Money Mistakes. And as they did a lot of the, uh, uh, I guess, experiments or surveys, uh -huh. they, they, they said that people are certified mental accountants and <laughs> they roughly know how much they have. So if they have $5,000, in their checking account, they know that that's next week's lunch money, the gas money, the new tires, and the concert tickets. Okay. But they will likely have allocated $6,500 of spending for that $5,000. They just kind of keep these rough numbers in their head. And they say they're, they're certified mental accountants. Interesting. And, and they always overestimate how much they have or underestimate how much they, they need. Well, and that leads us to question number two. So again, that's uh, the spending part of this. So do you know how much you spend? And George, I think most of us 
pretty much you're going to get a D or an F in this category because we often think we know what we're spending. But when you do sit down with an advisor or sit down to start doing the process of getting together as a pre-retiree or retiree about the plans, you and you really start to itemize it down to take a look at things, you are shocked often about how much you're actually spending. Yes. And people have an indicator of what their wealth is. It could be how much cash is there is in their wallet when they go into a convenience store or what's the limit on their credit card when they're, when they're surfing on Amazon. And uh, it's important to control that. There's Parkinson's law. And that's, that's what my, my whole profession is about, is uh, trying to repeal or, or block Parkinson's law. Expenses always rise to meet income, right? So at, once you know how much money you're going to have, you get a $500 raise, you're going to go out and get a $500 car loan. And people need to control this. So if you restrict how much you think you have or how much you can spend, then that's the easy way to deal with it because it's done automatically. Another manifestation of Parkinson's law is your wardrobe expands to take up the space available, the closet space. (laughs) So if you're suddenly in less, if you have less closet space, you'll adjust to that, to that new one. Uh, You'll go through and, and see what you don't need anymore, but it'll kind of be painless if you, if you do it systematically, if you do it consciously, and uh, the same thing, uh, I, was a, uh, I was a certified workaholic uh, 20 years ago, and uh, I learned that it was only because I didn't have anything better to do. And I was in the strategic coach program, and they said that you need to take your free days first, that in each quarter you, you figure out what your free days are, because again, the work will expand to take up the time allotted. So I just said, these are my days off, and I had to really focus to get the work done. Huh, and yeah. now we take off 150 days a year. But I also get a lot more done for myself and my clients by being more focused. That's really an interesting way to think about it. And as you were going through that, it made me think of the old George Carlin routine when he was talking about having a house and and stuff and more stuff. And you eventually, you know, you accumulate so much stuff. So you go out and buy a bigger house so that you got enough room. And later on, you wind up filling that house with even more stuff, you know. So we tend to. He didn't use the word stuff. He he probably didn't. Yeah, (laughs) he probably didn't. But it's the same idea. So when we talk about how much we're spending, I think if you ask someone to tell them, they're going to say the mortgage amount, the car loan, you know, probably the rough idea on the utilities. But where it gets lost in translation is all the little things that we nickel and dime ourselves to death on, you know, the what we spend actually at the grocery store versus what we throw away and, you know, all this, you know, going out to eat and, you know, just all the little things that can add up, impulse buys and so on and so forth. So, it certainly can get out of control there. All right. So how are you doing so far on the quiz, folks? Like I said, I think a lot of us are a C with how much do you have, probably a D or an F with how much do you spend. Uh, and it's not going to get much better from there with these next two, because I think the majority of us, George, do not know how much risk we have when it comes to our portfolio. I would say we're probably most of us are a solid F in this category. When we talk about risk, yeah, absolutely. Recently, we had a social media campaign running on what's your risk number? We use a system called Riskalyze, which is really good at figuring out how much risk a person can handle based on how much money they also want to make. And they've, they've made it simpler and simpler. So on this uh, social media campaign, they clicked on it. It would take them to our Riskalyze. They could take the quiz and, and we'd quantify it for them, not just in the number like a speed limit, but also what's the expected spread of an efficient portfolio? How yeah. much within a, one standard deviation could it go up or down? And uh, we're, uh, I just submitted for production a, a video, which we're going to put on, uh, on our YouTube channel and our webpage. And it's called Willie Be Rich and Betty Won't. And it talks about sequence of return risk. And uh, it, it's really important. 
most people uh, chase after return. But it's it, as uh, Warren Buffett's mentor, Ben Graham said, investment management is not the management for return. It's the management for risk. And that's why we're illustrating a sequence of return. But if people go to see that video, either on our YouTube channel or on the website, they'll be able to click through and then they'll be able to take that quiz for free. They will be able to get that risk number for them for free, for no charge at all. And what's the website, George? ProtectiveWealthCare.com or McWealth.com. Okay. And then also it'll be on our YouTube channel, uh, which is a Protective Wealthcare. Okay. So go to protectivewealthcare.com or mcwealth.com, folks, and you can take that risk analysis. Uh, you can get that risk score there, as George was just mentioning. And a lot of times, I think if you ask folks, do you know how much risk you have in your portfolio? You tend to hear words like, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm low risk or I'm a moderate or something like that. And they don't really understand it truly what they're exposed to until something happens. Like, you know, back in February or March when we the market took a dive due to COVID and people are like, oh my gosh, I'm losing more than I realize. Well, that's because you had more at risk than you realize, right? So you want to make sure that you're having that done. And that's going to change. Uh, if this is the retirement preparedness quiz, that's going to change uh, leading up to retirement and through retirement. Your risk tolerance is going to alter. So you're going to have to make tweaks to that plan. A lot of times a financial plan, a retirement plan is not just to set it and forget it. It is a, uh, a living thing that needs to change and ebb and flow with you because you're going to change and ebb and flow through retirement as well. So, Especially when you look at the dollar. So if someone is saying, oh, I can afford 10% up or down, uh -huh. when their portfolio doubles, the decline is double as well. And that's when they get shocked. Oh, I didn't know it could go down that much. 10% right. right. of the smaller portfolio. So if they've been successful investing and their account has grown, then their fluctuation will be at least as much as their growth. Yeah. No, it's a great point. That's for sure. So again, how are you doing on the quiz, folks? Do you know how much risk you have? Probably not. Uh, probably with the same one here, number four, do you know what you're paying in fees? I think often, again, George, this is going to be a pretty low score, pretty low grade, uh, a D or an F. A lot of people will just say, yeah, I'm paying my guy or gal 1% and they think that's the end of it. Yes, that's it. But they don't look at all the other things. Uh, the Wall Street Journal, March 1st of 2010, had an, a great article called The Hidden Cost of Mutual Funds. And they found that at the time, the, op the average operating expense of mutual funds was 1.35%. But they dug into the trading costs, which aren't available in the prospectus. Uh, you have to get the, a supplement to the prospectus of additional information. And that's where they looked at the trading costs and they found that it was more than one and a half percent. It was actually more for the hidden trading than it was for the operation of the mutual fund. And that if you got one percent on top of that, you're you really gotta take a lot of risk to get your return or you gotta accept a, a much smaller return. Yeah. And again, a lot of times, you know, we have that general baseline where we think that our the fee to our advisor is the only fee we're paying. And there's a lot of other hidden fees out there that you want to have those conversations with. And, you know, fees are going to happen, right? There's nothing free in life. So, you know, everybody's got to make a living and so on and so forth. But it's the value that you're getting for the fees that you're paying that you want to make sure uh, works well for you and what you're trying to accomplish and achieve. All right. So moving right along here. Now, let's bring it to number five here on the last one on this quiz, George. And this kind of, to me, circles back to number one and two, when you talk about how much we have and how much we're going to spend. Do you know what your retirement income streams will look like? Where is the money coming from? Uh, are you filling in the gaps that are going, you know, how are you going to go about doing that when the paycheck stops? 
you know, and let's say you've got Social Security for a portion of it, but that's typically not, a, you know, something that people need to cover everything. So how are you turning the things that you have into the income streams that you'll need? And that's one of the biggest challenge for someone going into retirement is how much will it be and how guaranteed or how stable is it? I remembered I worked at a credit union as a financial planner years ago, and uh, I, I didn't really know what, a, what a, a bank program was like. And the tellers were referring me to people that were in financial trouble. And a lot of them were, were people that retired when interest rates were 15, 16%, and they figured they had it made. They took their lump sum, they put it in CDs, but then as interest rates went down, they had to start eating into the principal. And within so many years, they were, they were wiped out. All they had left was Social Security. So it's important that you know how stable is your income as well as how much income you're going to have, how much of it do you need to have guaranteed. So you should have enough money for your needs, but then how much do you want for your wants, how much for your wishes? So your bucket list money. So there's lots of different ways to look at the buckets, but, but if you look at the how much for needs, how much for wants, how much for, for wishes. Yeah. And again, a lot of times, folks, you know, a lot of this can be handled and be improved upon if you're taking this quiz with us just by working with an advisor and getting some information together uh, and going through a process. And it's really not a painful process. So a lot of times people are a little bit standoffish with it. So if you need some help with your own retirement preparedness quiz, if you didn't do so well on this and you'd like to do a little bit better and basically, you know, we don't a lot of times as folks who are getting close to retirement, we just want to enjoy retirement. We don't want to necessarily know the the nuts and bolts. I, I'd liken it to a car. A lot of us generally know how a car works, George, but we don't really want to know how to fix the engine. Now, there are some people do, right? But for the most part, you know, we don't really want to understand how to take a car apart and put it back together again. We just want to know that the thing drives and works. And I think a lot of people feel that way about their retirement plan. They just want to know that it works. They don't really want to know the nuts and bolts. That's what, it, that's what they work with an advisor for. Right. right. They don't want to have to do the math. Yeah, exactly. And, and and kind of keep track of what's coming in and out and RMDs and all those kinds of things. So if you need some help, if you got some questions, if you didn't do so hot on the retirement preparedness quiz, reach out to George, have a conversation with him, check him out online, as you mentioned before, go check out that risk analysis score at mcwealth.com. That's mcwealth.com or protectivewealthcare.com, either one, protectivewealthcare.com, or just give him a call at 215-699-1050. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you like to use, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, so on and so forth. And you can find all of that at the podcast website, which is prosperpodcast.com. All right, that's going to do it this week for us, my friend. Hope you have a great week and a fantastic holiday with family. And we'll talk soon in the beginning of December. Thanks, Mark. I hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving as well. We appreciate your time, folks, here on the Prosper Podcast with George McReynolds, Wealth Manager and Chief Tax Strategist at Protective Wealth Care. And you have a great holiday season. We'll talk to you in December. Bye-bye. George McReynolds of McReynolds Wealth Management, registered principal. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member, FINRA SIPC. Investment advisor representative, Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and McReynolds Wealth Management are not affiliated. Advanced-level tax planning, income, tax preparation, life coaching, and time management consulting services, and fixed insurance products and services are separate and unrelated to Cambridge. Cambridge does not offer tax advice.